what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Welcome to the Grown Man Itch Podcast. I am Mike J. Thorny Alley too. Both are fresh in the building. Happy Father's Day out there, the Father's Day edition. Hey man, this is a dope, this is a dope edition, man. Sorry, we've been out here been busy, man. Life's maybe been having Mike Day. I don't even work on Fridays, bro. Like I was telling my brother Bowtie, man, I had to work on Friday on Juneteenth. And I'm the only one out the crew who's off every Friday. But of course I had to work all day on Friday. Oh yeah, so. they they said we, they said we're gonna get our black dollars out of you today, my yeah, dear. I know, right? <laughs> hey, so, so super crazy, man. So before I mean, we I jump into, I had a, I had a good Juneteenth off. I tell you, yeah, that. man. <laughs> we'll, go t- well, let's go ahead and jump into it, man. Because what you doing your Juneteenth, man? Oh man, when I say I literally didn't do a damn thing, nigga, it was beautiful. I mean, it was it was a beautiful thing just to a take a step back from like everything. Like I really wasn't even on social media that heavy on, on Juneteenth. Um, I, I made a post and uh, a couple on a couple of things, but I really wasn't on the heavy. And my post was pretty much bigging up, you know, the, the, the black businesses that I supported on Juneteenth, supported a few local uh, black businesses, uh, eateries and, and, and things like that uh, here in the city. Um, bought some apparel. Well, tell us where you, well, tell us, well, well, tell us where you went, man. You know, oh, I went to, uh, so there's a place here. Anybody that's, that's coming to Naptown, uh, you want to support some black business. Um, I went and checked out his place, uh, Eatery. It is on the west side. It's off of Shadeland, or not west side, but the east side, off of Shadeland Avenue, 30th and Shadeland. Uh, it's called His Place Eatery. Uh, some good food all the way around. Um, I went ahead and I embarked on, I had, I had two wings and a fried catfish fillet. And I went ahead and topped it off with some French fries and mac and cheese and some cornbread and peach cobbler. But um, had that, um, I went out to uh, uh, Lando's Flame Aid. Shout out Lando's Flame Aid. Um, check them out. Grab me, a, grab me a few jugs. And I'm a big, everybody knows me, like I'm, I'm a big lemonade person anyway. Um, but uh, Lando's did not, uh, did not fail. Quench the thirst at, at Quench Quench. Um, not only mine, but I, I dropped some off of my pop's crib on my way back to, to my house, um, cooked him up with some. So uh, those are a couple of local spots I hit up. And then I hit up uh, at Black Love Apparel. Um, they are on Instagram and Twitter. Excuse me. Um, I bought a couple of shirts from them previously um, that, I, that I wore one of them on Juneteenth. And then I posted that. Um, y'all can check out their page. I think they put me on their um, news feed or something like that, their their, their feed or timeline. Instagram um, stories, stories, yeah, stories, and they done a thing on Twitter too. Um, and I and I went back and I actually purchased a couple more shirts from them on uh, on Juneteenth also. Um, and then I hit up another black spot or or black owned, uh, excuse me, uh, black owned place. And uh, what is the name of it? Because I got it right here. It's called the Natural Store. N A P T U R A L Store dot com. Um, and I bought a couple uh, a couple things from them too. Um, just t shirts, and I think they sell coffee mugs and different little stuff like that too. So I supported Black Owned Man. Uh, watched watched a few black movies. I watched Hollywood Shuffle. I watched The Wood. I watched Black Panther. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched something else. But literally, literally just blacked yeah. it up and was just really enjoying. Oh my man, literally black, black, you literally just blacked up. Not the white man. You be you be upset. You be in HR talking about the white man that called me blacked it up, blacking right. it up, blacking it, blacking it up. But I did something similar. I had to work, but after I got off work, I ended up going to Lando's Flame Man. They had a super long line. I ended up going. Heck to, yeah, uh, they did. 
And then and so I was like, because I was going to get some food, and I, you know, I was going to, you know, call a couple places, couldn't get in, so folks were packed. Went over to uh, Papa Bear's, the place right next to Lando. They black mm-hmm. on. So it's yep, like, yep. yo, dude, dude's a soldier. Dude, like, cook everything. This dude got, like, an expensive menu for one person. He yeah. take all the, he check everybody out. So I went there. I had some good That's conversations. Good food too. I was like, he, yeah, he, 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 a one man, he a one man wrecking crew, but One man gang, man. So uh, shout out to the one man gang. But uh, I sit back, man, and this was talking to people about Juneteenth and about Black Wall Street, about what they done learned and everything else like that. You know, brothers and sisters saying, hey, happy Juneteenth. I had my grown man, this Juneteenth shirt on. So it's like both sides po- made a post. I guess we should have coordinated. We could have had the side-by-side action. You know yes, what I'm saying? Like, could have went nasty boy side, you know, double team to toast. But uh, oh, oh. we chose. <laughs> Shout out Ripper hey. and Hammer. Hey, you know, <laughs> we chose not to, man. But, yeah, it was just dope, man. You know, showing love to black business. So, Ripper and a hammer, man. Speaking of them two, man, you, you talking about you talking about going all out. Them two cats always got something out. You know, Hammer be having ha, having the unit out, you know, midday. Yeah. And then the, the, you got the Ripper <laughs> with his toes out. Yeah, not on the man, shoulder. <laughs> yeah, right on the shoulder. Hey, man. I'm saying hey, it's not going to get itself off. <laughs> <laughs> that need to be like on my left. <laughs> I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm hot. Ooh. <laughs> I'm about prime the pump. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> shout out, shout out, Jacker and the Ripper, man. Yeah, they probably, yeah. them, them cats was off on Juneteenth, too. Lord knows what they was doing. Yeah, I know, right, dude. Out to extendo out, ready, ready, <laughs> ready and willing, man. But yeah, it, it was dope, man. I thought my Juneteenth was gonna be, you know, I didn't think I was gonna have to work, but you know, it, it, it was cool, man. Afterwards, I was just exhausted from a long day of work, but uh, it was cool, man. So let me. So after Juneteenth, brother, that's I think one thing I was telling telling people, man. I want to do something on Juneteenth with my people. You know what I'm saying? Cause we get together yeah. for Fourth of July, but maybe we could just all like. Have a have a fish fry or something. I don't know. Just something, man. It just yeah, like man, we need just, to. you know, just do something. It ain't you know because for like I was telling my colleagues, and this is interesting. We can jump into something else. So we did. A, I did it with the. We had a new black colleague at work a few months ago. So we've all been working virtual. So I had one of a white allies like, hey, I want to talk about Juneteenth. He's a Quaker. He was like, oh, this is like a big part of our religion. So he's like, hey, he talked to our boss. So we gave a presentation on Juneteenth. And my boss started asking all these questions. It kind of, you know, kind of pissed me off because some people cut their cameras off. And you can tell, you yeah. know how some white people, when they when, when race comes up, they act like they don't see it. They just stare right ahead at the camera, like, yeah. like stare ahead. And no, he, if I don't blink, they won't look at me. But it, 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 <laughs> it, it was cool, me. man. So, like, I never felt like, I love being an American, but I never felt like the flag, it don't, it, it doesn't, it, to me, it doesn't touch me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like other things. I don't have that emotional attachment to the way our people are being treated or continues to be treated. So exactly. I want to do something for June, for June, for Juneteenth. It ain't gotta be, it ain't gotta be a big thing. Cause most people ain't gonna be off work, but it, it ain't gotta be on the exact day, but I like to do something. So that's, that's yeah, my man. Even, even if it was like a, like, like I said, that weekend or just something in general, something yeah. that's, that's specifically dedicated to Juneteenth. That'd be dope, bro. We need yeah, to, we bro. need to holler. We need to holler at the brothers, you know what I'm saying? And try to get something rolling, man. Yeah. Cause my plan was to, you know, get on, jump on there at least, get on there and, and hang out or whatever virtually. But, you know, I was like, after, after working all day, I was like, I'll snitch. I was like, I ain't trying to talk. I've talked all day. I don't want to be left. I was going to be left alone. But be like, be like that sometime, bro. Bro. So, 
Ain't nothing worse than interviewing people all day. But hey, man, so it's Father's Day. Like I said, happy Father's Day to all the fathers and those who have jumped in to be fatherly. And also, man, prayers out for those who, who've lost their dads. But man, let me, ask exactly. you, let me ask you a question. You posted, you posted a picture, you know, with your dad today. I seen my dad and my stepdad today. That's why I was rushing home to get home from the pie. I didn't take no pictures, though. Took pictures with the grandkids, but even we ain't taking pictures together. Whatever. Hey, man, so, like, what's, let me ask you this, man. And, and give me a couple, you know, and a sentence or less. What's the best part of being a dad for you? Uh, best part of being a dad is, excuse me, um, seeing the, the love and, and, like, respect i can't describe it it's something that, that's in my boy's eyes um we, we got a running joke that when i come home uh, or if i'm out and i come in the house you hear you hear in my house they'll you'll hear them both yell out like all hail megatron from the transformers yeah um, so just those little fun little things or whatnot um but the fact that the best part of being a dad for me is is knowing that they know um that no matter what i got their back no matter what um, nothing's going to happen to them. I, I'm going to protect them with every breath in my body. Um, but then the other part about being a dad is just seeing them become young men, um, seeing how they grow and their personalities and, and trying to teach them things. But um, just just having those little those little insider funny moments with them, but then also too seeing the fruits of my labor uh, transform them into being into being dad or into being young men. I'm sure it's a little. What about you, bro? I'm sure it's different having a girl. Oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely different. Uh, it's definitely emotional stuff or definitely different. For me, it made me, I was already a man before I stepped in, but it made me more of a man. It made me, I was, you know, I definitely matured more because it's like, all right, it ain't about you no more. You know what I'm saying? It's right. about somebody else who's dependent on you, not just financially, but emotionally. Like, uh, if I've got a bad day, you got to eat that shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't, this before, I could have been like, yo, Ben, I don't want to talk. And those who know me, it ain't nothing personal. I'd be going off the grid. I can't go off the grid with my family. You know what I'm saying? So there's things that I've had to learn to do. And even like you said, a small jokes, right? So I texted her the other day because she's 12. I was like, hey, you know, your mama don't know who, you know, she don't know who to do. She don't know who Gunna is. And Gunna's a rapper, you know, Stonefight. And I was like, oh, she don't know who Gunna is. And I was like, she don't even know the difference between the little baby and the baby. And she told me, we were just cracking up. I was like, little baby be flowing. She's like, yeah. So, you know, it trips out us doing those certain things. Um, we were playing Uno, just little stuff like that, man. Because having a girl is different. Like yeah, all yeah. the things you think with a boy, it's just like, oh, it's a little easy. A girl, it's totally different. You think it's going to be like, oh, you excited about this? No, I don't. You know, you think you like this? Yeah, you think you never know when the victory is going to come in. And when you go, you think you're going to have a victory, and just defeat just snatches it out your hand. <laughs> right. You know, so the kid is a little older. So it's just, it's just a little different. And girls are so they, they're mature, different than boys. This is a different a different vibe. Absolutely. But let me ask you this, man. So what's the what's the best like the best advice your dad has ever given you? Uh, I would say the the, the best advice is is going to yeah. sound cliche, but the best advice my my father has given me is that while I am the head of my household, uh, our our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ needs to be the head of our life. And as long as being the head of my household is being led by God Almighty, then I can't go wrong. Um, and and when things get tough, when, when you know, you got to make decisions, difficult decisions as an adult, difficult decisions as a parent, whatever the case may be, um, I always turn to, to my faith and, and prayer. And, and, you know, and that's, you know, I'm not, I'm not bashing or not bashing, but not, not force feeding Christianity down anybody. We respect whatever, you know, whatever, all of y'all out there, you know, whatever your, your, your faith is or, or whatever. 
Um, but for me, it's, 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 um, it lies within my Lord and Savior. So, um, I, when I, when times get tough for me, I turn, I turn to prayer. I turn to, to, you know, just letting the Lord take over and just letting me be the vessel and him guide me in order to be able to guide my family to the best decision. Um, that, that by far is the best, that by far is the best piece of advice. I will say outside of that, um, you guys will see it on my, uh, Twitter page or, or, not, or yeah, on my Twitter page, it says, uh, humility is powerful. Um, and my dad always told me to tell myself, no matter how, how successful you are, um, how, how much money you have, things you have, love you have, whatever the case may be, uh, make sure that you are still you. Those things don't make you, you make those things. Um, and keep your humility um, and, and make sure that you are treating people and, and respecting people no matter what their background is also. So outside of that first one, that first one by far is the best advice. Uh, but my father, but another good piece of advice, um, he, he gave me that. So shout out, shout out uh, the original Bowtie Fresh. Uh, big, my, my pops, man, big Bowtie. Yeah, man, same, man, for both my dads. You know, it's like, you know, my biological father, was, he's, a, he's a pastor. and then my, I grew up with my stepdad and my mom. So there's always that same message of, like, having Christ in the center of your life. You know, you're working hard and all those type of things and sacrificing. And, you know, a man sacrifices for his family, puts his family before himself, but Christ is number one. So similar to both on eyes, as we differ on the way we think about stuff, we were raised similar mm -hmm. in the ways of having, you know, Christ being at the top of our lives and how to handle ourselves as men. So, yeah, yeah. Let me ask, let me ask you this. And I want to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to give, I'm going to also give, kind of like Mike J said, so my, my family is, is large due to the fact that my parents um, have both married in, in different, uh, different relationships. So uh, I've had the blessing of always having my, my father in my life um, and, and, and teaching me and molding me how to be a man. But um, I definitely want to give a shout out to my stepfather too. Uh, give a shout out to Kat. Um, he's, he, he's a good man. He, he had spent tons of my childhood in the same house. He treats my mother well, um, good man to my brothers, and, and he's, he instilled some things in them as, you know, as they grew. Uh, of course, my brothers picked up things from me as well, but uh, definitely, definitely have a father's day and a big shout out to Cap as well. Much love, much respect uh, to that man also, man. Definitely, definitely um, influential um, and, and very involved in, in my life as growing up, um, but also today as a man, as we navigate our, our families and, that, and such. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, somewhere, man. It's just a blessing, man, for folks to say, to have people, you know, to come in and, you know, who don't have to, to come in and bless you in your life, man. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. Can, you, can, you can learn something from anybody, man. And we've both been fortunate to have, have men who came in after, you know, our biological parents, you know, they went their separate ways. ways. And, yeah, yeah. But this still has been a blessing. Ain't, ain't no beast, none of that type of stuff. Man. Nope. It's, just, it's good stuff, man. It just, it shows you, it just shows you the power, of, you know, Black man, like I was about to say the same thing. About to say the same thing, man. I feel I feel blessed to have uh, two men. You know, I, I, obviously my my biological father, uh, but two men in my life that actually cared enough about me. You know, as yeah. a, as a young male growing up, young black male, um, but had two black men. Um, you know, trying to do their best to be active and involved, and not just in my life but my siblings' life, and that's sort of deal. Um, but, but at the same time, I feel blessed to even have more because, you know, your, your, your pops, your, your stepdad, it's like a father to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we spend so much time together, you know, you and I, like, again, our, yeah. our friend, our friendship is 25, 30 years old, 
You know what I mean? Yeah, and, getting old, and, man. Yeah. yeah. And but but your pops is literally like literally I looked at him as a father figure, you know, in, in the same light. Same, you know what I mean? Same it's, as your same as your dad. So, so just, I mean I feel I feel really blessed to have and, and to see black men changing narratives and, 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 and at our father's age, um, but yeah. then also being able to bestow that upon us so that we can continue to improve and change certain narratives. It's a blessing, brother. Yeah, it definitely is a blessing, man. So, you know, and I, I don't, you know, I used to kind of take, I, honestly, I took it for granted because, you know, I was, yeah. you know, fact that all my friends' dads were around, even they weren't with their moms or something like that. So it was just, I didn't realize until I got much older that how impactful it was because I just was like, man, you, that's the music. Like, you're supposed to be around, you know, you're supposed to be able to call your yeah. pops and you can't see them, you know, you see him to be there. So yeah. when you see those who don't, man, you know, I, I didn't realize how much, you know, the men in my life poured into me. So. But yeah, man, that's that's definitely a blessing. Happy Father's Day, like I said, to everybody else. You know, yes, those who stepped in or those who lost, man. So that's definitely, you know, definitely on my mind, man. Because like my mom, this is her first Father's Day without her dad. So it's just, it's just a lot, yeah. man. You know, we got partners and everything that we keep you lifted in prayer, brother. And Absolutely. Love for you. You know, I mean, we got. I mean, I got. I got. I got people. I got people. You know that that their their parents are 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 still on this earth, uh, but they don't have relationships with their children. I mean, yeah. I, it just it just is what it is, man. So so shout yeah. out. Take 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 consideration of all the blessings that you have. Um, but like Mike J said, man, you know, we we got you. We got y'all back. You know, shout out to everybody who whose father is is with them in every way possible. So I'll say that. Yeah, man. So we didn't gave all this good stuff, man, and fathers and Juneteenth. Now we got to talk about the orange color gutter rat, man, and that would be oh, Donald yeah. J. Trump, man. Hey, man. So yes, so we were recording this in real time. This is actually Father's Day. Hey, man. Did you see that damn rally he had in Oklahoma? Yet? <laughs> hey, man. That shit was hilarious. I well, mean, first of all, before no, we no, get number to that, one, let's get to the people singing the songs. They had the white uh, Trump Osborne group singing the song. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you had them singing out front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, I, I yeah. thought it was I thought it was interesting that the, uh, the, the, the mayor or governor, I can't remember which one, he was touting all this concern about, you know, the, the, about COVID-19 and social distancing and no masks and all this and all that type of stuff. Like, he was really like saying like, we should be doing this and all that type of stuff. And then he just got pumped. Yeah. Trump was like, yeah, what? Trump was like, yeah, whatever, nigga. This is gonna happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> he was like, well, damn. <laughs> yeah. I'm here, nigga. Uh, I'm here. Yeah, and so then, I mean, you... just just think about all the students. Yeah, I was gonna say, give 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 the people a lot of the quotes and things that, that, that this man said yesterday because there was some dumb stuff being spewed yesterday. I don't have all his quotes, but I do have some. But first, before we get in that, we got to shout out to. Is that Generation Z? Is that what they are? Like the kids, like kids oh, older yeah. than your kids? <laughs> yeah, the, kids? They, call, they call them the Zoomers. So that, that's the what Zoomers, they call them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, the Zoomers, man. So they, you know, they, so they, you know, a few weeks, a few before it started, you know, when they were, you know, the Trump campaign was talking about they had like hundreds of thousands of people wanting tickets. Man, these are these kids. <laughs> these kids is out there had signed up to say they were going to go and got all these damn tickets and only 6,200 people were at the tag on rally, man. And a nineteen thousand, and a, an arena that sat nineteen thousand. So the mayor, governor, whoever it was, Oklahoma, uh, either the mayor of Tulsa or the governor of Oklahoma, was right. They was able to social distance with sixty two hundred out of nineteen, and not nineteen thousand. 
Yo, did you see Trump getting off the? I don't know if he's off Air Force One or off the off the helicopter. You see how dejected he looked? He had a tie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now you look more they like said, the they, they said they said the K popper, the K pop fans and the Zoomers yeah. just like blew him up. Yeah. <laughs> that was that, that that's some funny stuff, bro. It's just the kids, bro. It's the it's the kids, man. So, you know, we talk yeah. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I talk so much about them and being frustrated some of the stuff they do, man, but we definitely gotta give them their damn props, man. They oh yeah, they came I, through. I never they I came never would have thought about doing anything like that. Even now, as almost a 40 year old man, I wouldn't have thought of it, man. So, yeah, it's just definitely, um, it's definitely one of those things, man. It's, it's definitely a blessing to see that. But, yeah, Bob, but you're watching his fat, you know, while we're looking at it, I was ejected and hurt after that, man. It made, it made my soul sing, man. You know, I'd have been through some stuff, I'd have been through the valley. But, man, watching Trump <laughs> have anything, it takes me to the peak, the peak precipice. Of, of of blessing to watch that <laughs> our guy showing up and showing out. I Man, I even read it was a, a earthquake yesterday. I was like, the guy showing up and showing out at the rally. Damn, you know, I didn't hear about the earthquake. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't hurt nobody. It didn't hurt nobody, man. So I'm sure I'm sure the earthquake came. You know, he was wearing those uh I think his earthquake actually helped Trump suit, but usually his dad gonna please go down go down to his kneecap, but it was actually at his elbow yesterday. So maybe that earthquake not some of that not some of that fabric back to make it somewhat normal, like a normal human being suit. I guess so. I guess yeah, so. He still he he still had he he still had a decent amount of his cousin fucker base there though. They, they, yeah, they, I mean see. you know you I mean you you can't stop that. But damn, it ain't like they were talking about hundreds of thousands of people. But yeah, but you see six of his staffers got tested for COVID. So yeah, they said they tested out here wilding about COVID. Yeah, six of his staffers that were actually there. <laughs> tested yeah. positive. So just imagine what what the hell was spread while while they were there, man. Let me ask you this, man. What do you think it smelled like? Oh, bruh, you know it smelled <laughs> smelled like spoiled ravioli and like old clown feet. Like these it was are people who don't just... wash these are people who don't wash their legs, wash their hands and get mad when you ask them to wear a mask. Bruh, it probably it probably smelled like a like a baboon's ass or something yeah. in there, bruh. You know the smell. You number one, you know Trump don't wash regularly anyway. That that yeah. you, you could just tell he don't wash regularly. He'd be having leftover tan streaks. So yeah. like bruh, like come yeah. on now. He'd have to take it take a dump and put his clothes back on and gone back. <laughs> <laughs> Not even flush. <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and Not even flush. Hey, just go ahead and come and walk on walk right in and probably, you know, put a little water in the face. You know, hey, when I worked at a prior Hey, place, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you know the, the water ain't to wash the hand. That's just to wet that yeah. hand and run it right through the right yeah. through the toupee. Hey man, I, I was working at this place and you know, I I'm in the urinal and I'm finishing up, you know, doing what I need to do. So dude come out the stall, you know it was like most of a big bathroom. Yo, dude went in there, looked at that mirror, put his hand to his hand, walked right on out. I said, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he, are, Whoa. he already he already had the grease and pomade that he needed on his hand. Hey, he just, hey, <laughs> just run hey, it on through. <laughs> hey, man. The wild boy. Hey man, yeah, let me man. Ask, let me ask you this. Did you Go did ahead. you see did you see the black section on Twitter that he had? Oh yeah, <laughs> for all for all his blacks that was with the, that the, coon, the coon chip was activated yeah. more. But I they was something that they were talking about. You could, if you went, I'm not sure how true it is that you'd be able to like get community service time if you were like, you know, on probation or something. I don't know how true that was, but I saw that posted. I don't know. I can't imagine you'd be able to do that, but it's still fun to be. I saw 
Just like you see oh, that nigga yeah. in the front with the he, sign. Yeah. Wow, man. My, man, my man had a whole section, and they was they was in there tap dancing and shucking and jiving, and all yeah. the white people and all the whites that were sitting around them just had their phones out, like, "Look at these niggas here, like entertain us." Look yeah. at Yeah. Did you see and they, that? And they, and they didn't have not one problem doing it. They was doing all kinds no, of little funky did you see a home. few weeks ago when we had our hiatus? Hey, Trump had, I think, some black business owners in the White House. And he was like, I'm from St. Louis. I live from Virginia. I live in Virginia now. But first of all, Mr. Trump, I'd like to say that I'm tired of everybody talking bad about you and everything. You didn't did more for us than anybody. Anybody. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> you know, you know, an old black man, he when he repeat the word, nigga, he's hot. So he definitely wants to let Trump know that I'm on your side, master. I'm on your side, I'm master. And then, nigga, will never say nothing about your master. With Trump, look at my black. Look at my yeah, black over here. Yeah, you remember I had, remember I had that supervisor who said the black. So, yeah, the black. Yeah, yeah. The look black. at the black. Yeah, as if we, as if we like aliens or monkeys. Oh, nigga, you an accessory. That's what you are. You, you, you like a, you like a nice purse or some, or some oh, damn, shoes. I'm a, I'm a brooch. <laughs> yeah, nigga, you a brooch. <laughs> yeah, look at my black. Look at that magnetic brown black skin. All right. Drape, drape your arms. Drape your arms around me so I look better. <laughs> make, yeah, make, no, right? make your arm, make your arms look like a mink around me. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That'll, you know, they get on man like Mandingo. Nigga, let me put your feet on this to get all the disease out of my feet and on your skin. Bro, yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. So let me let me go to the, give you this Trump COVID nineteen quote, man. It shows you this man has completely lost his damn mind. When you do testing to the extent you're going to find more people, you will find more cases. This is the president of the United States. Yeah. Let me read this again. When you do the testing to that extent, you're going to find more people. You will find more cases. This is what his thoughts on COVID nineteen. You gotta give. You got to give them the second part of that. That's why. That's why I told. That's why I told my people to stop the testing, to slow down on the testing. Yeah. That's why I told my people to slow down on the testing. You ignorant fuck. So you just literally, blatantly, openly said that you are sacrificing lives. Yeah. Slow down on the testing, so the numbers won't look that bad. Fifty-five thousand. Oh, okay. Fifty-five thousand people have passed away so far. Bruh. So. <laughs> slow down on the testing. Did you yeah. did, did you did you also see the this number with the daggone glass he the, and and the glass of water and all of his oh, little people yeah. and media outlets that's all they talked about see he could drink with one hand he could drink water with one hand this yeah, is what y'all fucking talking about this, this is the is, one thing that you took out of all of this that's what I'm saying like the, the, out of everything that has happened even up even with this rally the one thing y'all coming like see we told you he could drink a cup of water with one hand yeah. if you don't go sit your daggone cousin funkin simple ass mind down somewhere come on man this is the pre this is the president this is the highest seat the most powerful seat that this country has yeah and this is what y'all do with it yes that's like me on the walking two gum at the same time <laughs> Right. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, right. that's, that's like saying an that's like saying an elite NFL athlete, you getting hyped because he can do five push-ups. Man, <laughs> I mean, it's just, you, the, end, it's... That, the bar is so low for him. It's it's like it's frustrating and funny at the same time. But even like the guy at the rally was talking about he didn't believe in COVID nineteen, but he's known somebody who died. But Trump says, and I'm paraphrasing, it's 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 not really a big deal. He thought it was just a, a something from the media, something from the leftist leftist media. Oh yeah, Trump. Trump. Re the, the, the two other things that have come out of this week. One, 
one of them was before the rally. One was at the rally. So at the rally, he once again referred to the coronavirus as the Kung Flu. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah. Once yeah, again, yeah. he referred to it as the, he, uh, as the Kung Flu. So you basically sitting here making a joke about it, like people, like 55,000 people haven't perished yeah. from this damn disease. That's number one. Excuse me. Number two, this cat, I think previous, like earlier in the week, he was talking about how um, the coronavirus is um, a ploy or, or a form of economic warfare from China. Basically, China. wanting to man, he wants us to so damn China trying to collapse our economy. Yeah, it sounds so racist, China. Like, but, I mean, the, but, like but the so far thing. out shit though, bro. It's like really so 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 China planted this virus to collapse our economy, so they so they could be an economic war. So there's economic warfare. Like what the like in what damn universe are you even operating? But in? the thing is, it's the idiots who didn't believe it. Well, that's yeah, the scary true. part. There's a, there's a shit ton that's of them. the scary yeah, part. <laughs> it's one thing. Okay, let's just put like this. We all know who know people. We know people who lie all the time, right? We know mm-hmm. 22. We know some other people that hopefully they stop lying. That's just a profession has changed. Most people ain't seen since middle school and high school. They lie yeah. all the time. This dude lies enough. You ever seen somebody lie so much they just believe it? Like they believe this. They believe. Life? Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I dunked the basketball yesterday. I did dunk the basketball yesterday. I stuffed it with two hands. Two hands hard. <laughs> like, yo, did you even hear his thoughts on Kaepernick? Oh, he had a good rookie year, good second year. Uh, after that, he kind of didn't do well, and maybe he should get a he get another chance. Like, yeah. it's just it's it's it's, it's crazy, man. But uh, for those, he, I know I know I know a lot of people listen to our shows. Even first timers might listen to our show and, and you know say, oh, they're bashing Trump or whatever. This ain't us bashing Trump. This, this is, is us giving y'all exactly what this man said. This is exactly what he said. Fox News, his his TV station, his supporters are oh, running videos. Oh, I was gonna say because they, they are they are running video reports ex- and verbatim giving out everything that he's saying. So don't y'all come at us on the uh, they're just Trump haters or this. I, we all know that he's a fucking idiot. Mike J and I are more concerned with what is happening to the American people. But we're we're pointing out the idiocracy that's currently in a position to lead us. Only so don't give so don't give don't give us no by bullshit tweet, by what exactly. he says out of his mouth. And exactly. These are now if somebody else is tweeting from, I can't. No one knows. Now sometimes I can guess when his stuff is capitalized and when he's like firing back at his haters. Like I am interested to see well, what's my man who who did drop the book. He gonna have some heat for him, uh, dude. He said he's worked when we got the book coming out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What what is it? Black Black and Bolden, 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 Bolden. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So he gonna have some heat for this, man. But uh, like I said, man, you know, you just got you gotta like you gotta actually read and listen. You know, also and Trump. Like we'll talk about something that's not. I didn't put on our outline. I want to bring up to talk about sports. But Trump got a new a new station he fucks with. It's called a uh, One American News Network or something like that. Oh, one I American haven't heard Network. of this. Oh, that's some wild shit. We'll talk about it in a minute, man. But picking <laughs> off the picking off this bastard, man. You know, we talked about. The, I mean, this is kind of we're done with Trump. But you still you saw that cop in Cubs Foods, man. The one oh that yeah, George the, Floyd? the one yeah. that killed George Floyd. Yeah, yeah. Got him yeah. a little beer and everything. Yeah, he tra- he trying to be real in- incognito. <laughs> yeah, we still know who you are, motherfucker. And yo, like, and, and the I'm fact not really police. Yeah, the, the 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 fact that he's still fucking walking around free and not under a jail or dead by now. And when I say dead, I mean execute or you know the the uh, uh, executed through the system. 
whatever happens in the streets happens in the streets. I'm not, I'm no, not no, saying no. to promote none of that type of stuff. I'm saying that man needs to be charged and in a jail or charged and convicted and somehow disciplined. That's what I'm saying. He should not be walking around chilling, buying fucking Budweiser, you know, and all yeah. that type of bullshit. No, that, that, that's, it's bullshit. So once again, we continue to strive for equality and justice. We want him. This is both our fresh from the grown man. This podcast. We deserve. We want. We expect that man to be charged, convicted, and disciplined in whatever fashion. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. That's I don't it. want to be like. I don't want to be like talk about the low percentage of cops who actually like you know that actually charged and convicted. So I think it's like. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I guess going to that like Brianna Taylor man like still like they fired one of the cops. Like I Fired. Said, say her name. You come in there, exactly. and I know most people know the story. Yeah, come on a drug on a drug warrant, no knock warrant. You go to the wrong house. Like anybody, how who has a gun? You break. Somebody think you break in. You gonna shoot back? She gets exactly. shot at like eight times. You know they eight interviewed times. her mother. She's talking about that. She still ain't been able to get the warrant and all this type of stuff, man. So yeah, you know say it's her just, name. It's just, say yeah, her name so loud, name, man. Loud and proud. Bri- you know. Bri- Brianna Taylor. We want justice. Yeah. We want justice. We demand justice. That queen deserves justice. Appreciate y'all fire. Appreciate y'all firing him. Now y'all just gave him an opportunity to go work at another police agency. Fuck that. We want yeah. him charged. We want him convicted. And a lot of people say, "Oh, we want charges brought up." Charges are cool. I want convictions as well. Yeah, that's Charge the them, thing. Convicted. And that's another thing. Y'all gotta register to vote because that's how they get people yes. for to be sit on juries. Like you can't yes. talk all this stuff vote. if you don't register to vote and to vote, but you have yeah, to, I was say and to so vote. they can at least so they at least they can get you in the in the juror pool. Like you, yes. you got these are things you have to do. So when when it comes up your time to be able to give justice, as long as everything is you know on the right and right, because we have to you know there is some I believe I want things to go by protocol, so it can't be you know you getting off some bullshit conviction or anything like that. But you got to do your part. We all we all have to do our part. Do our, our voices, Absolutely. our vote. Our money, those are things we, can, we that we can do. So, don't, you know, yep. do, so this isn't over, man. So let's get to the extra mayo, brother. <laughs> and I was watching something with Lecrae and my man from Chick Fil A, and this had his pastor Louis Gigolo, and my man said instead of using white privilege, they should use white blessing. Oh man, the people got on Louis' ass, and this is a pastor, like of a mega church, white man. Blessing. Can you imagine you being Lecrae, you know, Lecrae's a really rap. You know, he's he's one of both sides, beige brothers, you know what I'm saying? He got the he got the power to tap his shimmies with him. You know what I'm saying? We probably shimmy his ass on right on to the interview, thinking I'm gonna talk to the CEO from Chick-fil-A and talk to him Pastor Louie, and Pastor Louie drops this, man. So if you're the good brother Lecrae, what do you do when, when my man says white blessing instead of white privilege? Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna be quiet. <laughs> oh, nigga, it's going it's going You seen that Cat Williams special where he said they he give people to look if they drive if he in a Honda and somebody drive past in a in a Lambo or something they just give them that sick face like that's the face I'm giving like what yeah. the fuck <laughs> yeah the, I, the, I, I just I just I, I don't get it man it's just the people are so blind there's so many blind spots to this I'm like yo you and it's not even it's it's like people are willing to fight for whiteness. We're willing, they're willing to elect a president who's dumb as hell. They're willing to let, you know, like I've heard something on Twitter, and this I'm kind of going all over the place, but you'll get to my point. 
you know, this white guy was talking about, well, my black, my, my white brother was killed, you know, by, by the police. We weren't marching and tearing things up, but the white people would equate the police to power and white people love the police. So y'all willing to lose somebody not saying anything just to be able to keep the power of white folks. Mm-hmm. I feel like Dr. Umar right now, but I'm really speaking to you. No, man. Right I don't know the whole type symbol. Systemic racism, brother. And you know it me. Is, How long it have is. I been saying this? This ain't new for yeah. me. I was saying this as a kid. This is not new. I was, told, I was, even when you was like, no, no, no. I was like, no, nah, bro. Y'all probably, some radical stuff. Give people who know me. I told y'all what it was. I feel like I'm Malcolm X now. Like, you know, chickens come home to roost. You know, it's, 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 it's crazy, oh, man. man. But, but man, it's but it's just like I said, the Mayo. We see the Karens everywhere. Actually, when we were out yesterday, we were supporting another black business. So we had, we went to Milkshake Indy, right? So the white woman comes in there. She had on them. What are some? What are them uh, sandals? The white people love to wear. They got like their funny name. They like leather. They got like the strap on them or whatever. Oh. They're really expensive. White people, they love those type of slants. Oh, you talking about uh, Birkenstocks? Yeah, so she had a pair of Birkenstocks on. Maybe they was official. Maybe they were fake. No, she put her hands on her hips. So, you know, they extend the elbows backwards like because she was mad. She didn't get her food. She ready to go in the full Karen mode. So, you know, it was just like, damn. Just like, that's your natural thing. Is the one a young tail to get them out of there. I, I, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Oh, they, they, they yeah. got some running telling motherfuckers. Yeah, man. They, they, I, I don't see it. I, I just don't. I, I don't see it, man. But, but bro, I want to get to the Twizzler, bro. And this is something. And I'm not a big. I'm not a big soccer or football person. This is some jarred me. So I don't know. Do you know who Torino FC English Soccer Club? Is that like a lower level yeah. club? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like it's not as big as like some of your. It's not like the United and them like that. But I mean, they're, they're okay. They're, they're competitive. Okay. So they didn't have a lot of people Twitter followers, so I didn't know. I, they were blue check marks. So they had a they had a picture of a, a black man kneeling in front of a white man, and I thought it said, "I, I got to let me look at the picture real quick, man." Because I I screenshot it because I was like, "Oh, they gonna they gonna take they gonna uh they gonna take this down, man." So I just couldn't I couldn't imagine it, man. It was just like, what did it say? They said black hashtag Black Lives Matter, and they showed all these different fits of different colors. But then they had the black man kneeling in front of a white man. I didn't. I didn't see that. Oh, oh wait! A minute. Oh wait a minute! I was gonna say is that they they in uniform? Yeah. Like the white dude is looking at him while he's yeah. kneeling down. Okay, yeah, I seen that. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, no. I mean, so I. I mean, I, I understand what you were trying to go with. But of all pictures, you're like, ha ha! I'm gonna pick this. Like I, I I don't get it, man. So I both like go ahead and get between the uh the English soccer club. Yeah, well they 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 can get their uh, below average record. They can go ahead and get that below average stale Twizzler. But this bad boy is coming. This bad boy is coming from the from the tops of Mount Caucasus, the Isles of the Viking Slavic uh, oh, Twizzler. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one they gonna get right there. Man, they they gonna they yell skull as he gets the Twizzler. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, that's 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 the twist they can get, boy, right there. Uh, that's and that's all they deserve, man. That's all they deserve. It's on me, hey, man. Yeah, that that was crazy. We 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 see we see y'all's hidden agenda, bastards. Yeah, now you got I mean, me, I just don't even know where they even came from. No, it's not even about Doc being Doc. I mean, we I, I laugh at him. I don't follow him, but I follow not Doc Umar. But it's more like yo, like <laughs> people will fight. I follow him for the comedy. <laughs> I I just see the. 
pseudo intellectual, and I don't do that. Like you know, <laughs> you know, I, I just can't. I, I I can't. Oh shit! Hey, Doctor Umar, gonna come? He gonna come for you now? You know, he might be Man, listening to the nigga, show. That nigga got a crooked hairline, and he looks like a hobo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. After, hey, what was that? That's that one video. He 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 said, "Hey, I'm six three. I could lose the gut, yeah, but you'll never you be six three. You'll be six three. <laughs> hey, you see the one who was like, yo, he was laying on, he was laying on there trying to be sexy, talking about, yo, where are all the beautiful nappy headed women to give a brother teeth tissue massage? Oh no. <laughs> hey, I know oh, man. shit, man. Dr. Umar, that nigga, man. When that nigga was in that car, when when he did his donation thing, and that. He was screenshotting. Donations. Donations. The only fan thing <laughs> popped up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's a sick ass nigga, man. <laughs> oh, man. Dr. Umar, man. But, both, I want to oh, be like, all jokes aside, man, I want to run this call. I was talking to my lady yesterday, and I don't know if she got it from somebody. We were just having a conversation. She said, the same ones you marched for will put you in a grave. Yeah, and we were talking about the young lady in Florida who lost her life, was killed by that animal. Uh, the young lady was raped, abused, mm-hmm. and left for dead and of dying. And then the guy he killed somebody else. I was like, he killed, another, he killed another. Yeah, fucking bastard. Oh, that quote, man, hurt me as a black man because I'm yeah. I'm a protector. I'm the provider. I'm mm-hmm. the spiritual leader, and I'm not trying to get. I'm just just giving what the man should be. Yeah. Not saying a woman can't do all that. Don't don't take me that far, but. Yo, you see black women from the beginning of the time marching, fighting, taking care of for this. Like this last week on social media, I seen these losers I seen this loser hit a woman in the face with a skateboard. Yeah. That jarred me, man. Yeah. I seen yeah. I seen I, these I, I, women I, I saw that and Yeah, I saw that and like my blood started boiling like immediately. Like, are you are you fucking kidding me? This is what you do? You gonna hit a woman in the in the face with a skateboard because she don't want your sorry ass, or she don't want to yeah. date you, or won't suck your dick, or won't let you smash, or whatever the fuck it was, because you obviously couldn't offer her shit. And so she well, was like, she "Nah, fuck it. That I'm good. It don't make a difference. I don't want to yeah. be bothered. No, she should have the power yeah. to say no. But you, exactly, exactly. That's no, I'm I'm with is. you. It's it is so I, I i'm glad you brought this up because there's been a few things and this is going to be a soapbox and i'm going to try not to make it too long from both sides but there just like my j there's been a few things that have been bothering me this weekend uh or this this past week on the internet um conversations that that i've been a part of just outside of you know off, off the internet just real life talking to people or whatnot um this is one of them uh, the, the the fact that we have we talked about earlier um, having fathers being uh, being around men that showed us and teach us how to be a man, and then us being men trying to be role models and examples to not maybe to not our sons, but to our nephews or to other males or young males that are in our lives, all that type of stuff. So like it, it it bothers me that these that a lot of these cats are doing this type of stuff to black women, especially. It's kind of like, bruh. Where do number one, where did we fucking go wrong? Two, if we went wrong, if we did not go wrong, what is in your damn mind to do this type of shit? Yeah, that's like, I mean, did you see when they threw that woman in the dumpster? She's 30. I mean, I mean, mean, like, what is even going through your damn mind? You're a fucking sociopath, you're a loser. You ain't gonna do that to no man. 
So I said, but then I saw I saw like another I saw another post or video or something where they're trying where the, they said that the the dude was like sixteen or seventeen or some shit like that, and the chick was like twenty three or twenty four. Like the people were trying to like make it seem like oh well you know there was this at play and that at play or whatever. I don't really give a damn. I don't care the age. I don't care you know really what was going on. If unless his life was in danger and she was about to take him out the game. I don't see a, I don't see any reason for him to throw her in a dumpster, or I don't see any reason for a man to hit a woman or a black woman with a skateboard unless your life is imminently in danger and you're trying to defend yourself and get away. And I'm not saying I'm not and I'm not one of the dudes who be like, oh, you know, he's man, he should overpower her or whatever. You don't know. There are women that are stronger than some of these dudes. There are women that can have weapons, whatever the case may be. This isn't that argument. I'm saying unless your life was in, in imminent danger or something like that. There is no reason why she should have got hit in the face with a skateboard, or the other young lady, or the other woman should have got put in the dumpster. Period. Point blank. That that that's it's just appalling. The other thing that's really been getting at me, Mike J, and I, and I want to open it up to you to get your thoughts or whatever. I've been talking about well, a lot of obviously in the group text that we are in, um, another group text that I'm in, but as well as just with like my brothers and a couple other people that I know, some colleagues, is the division right now. And you wouldn't think that there is, but there's a lot of division in the black community. And the division is black or, or black men and black women, black men and black women, black women and black men. It always seems as if one is trying to either one up the other or one is, oh, well, black men don't appreciate us or well, black, black women don't appreciate us and all this and all that. Now, I understand that there are various scenarios where some of those things may be the case. But for me, I'm like, I feel like this is like working to the enemy and to the oppressor's advantage. Because we're so busy trying to tear each other down as opposed to trying to understand what the other is facing, support what the other is facing, uplift the other while they are facing those things and staying united. I feel like there's just so much right now that's working in the oppressor's favor that we too blind and too you know, too, got too much male bravado and male ego or women empowerment, blah, blah, blah. There's too much there blinding us. We need to be one. So shit like this, where black men wow. are hitting black women and putting them in dumpsters, that's bullshit. That's a, that's a, that's a form of division and honestly just bullshit in general. The, 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 you got stuff where, uh, you know, where black women, they don't, they don't support us and they don't do this and do that and do that. Okay, why? Okay. Well, okay. Let, let me let me address let me let me address that. Let me address that both times. Yeah, man. Before you get to, I think the violence thing is just like there's no, those no quantifying. No you know what I'm saying? That's just like yo, mm -hmm. you you did shit wrong. But let's even bring it back to the situation with J Cole and No Man, right? And I wasn't taking it there, but this was what it's all for. All right. I mean, I think there's time. I still for wonder. Should be, was it even No Name? Because I know he was saying that it ain't got nothing to do with her. But well, not here there. I, I, I think there, there's, there's a time for dialogue. I, I don't think that we should ever be in a Absolutely. We can't. We can, because there's going to be points in life you're going to disagree. There's, there's yep. a level of, I think there's a level of respect that needs to be had on both parties. And I can see her feeling a way if it was about her. But, you know, somebody telling somebody to watch your tone. That, that come off a certain type of way. Especially talking to a woman. Because it's like, would you tell a man to watch your tone? I can see that. Now, I didn't know all the back and forth between what was going on there. I mean, I understand that there's, you know, you can't, I don't think, I wouldn't take it that personal if I was him, but that's neither here nor there. I think there, but there, we have to have a space where we can 
discuss things with respect to, to one another because we're not a monolithic people. You know what I'm saying? Black people are mm-hmm. as different as, as the hues of our skin color. As yeah. from, from, from looks to socioeconomics to who you want to be with, who you want to lay with, why you want to, it's not, it's, it's, that's, you know, hidden on here or there. But you got to, there's a point of, to me to have an open dialogue because sometimes you have so much dialogue behind stuff, you just, mm-hmm. you have so many people who don't know what's going on. But and that's what I'm saying. I'm there saying, needs to be better, there yeah, needs to be some back and forth. It's just a respect love. Now you got some people, and I'm just gonna and I you know I love black people, right? And I ain't really talking, but there's some trash ass dudes out here. I can see there's, oh, there's a there's shit like, ton of them. Yeah, there's a ton of them. And I can see why it's more like like even when I was with my lady in the car yesterday, even that that quote that I had about the same ones. Because I was like, we were driving, having a little good conversation. She got quiet. I'm like, What's going on? So I asked her, like, hey, what's going on? And she just repeated that. She just looked so frustrated. She was kind of hurt. Couldn't know I was driving. But this is yeah. more like, you get to the point. Like, and, I can and I feel that. And, I, and, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I know that there's a lot of trash ass dudes out there, and I feel it. But you know what? I know, a, I know, <laughs> I know one super trash ass female personally, but I know that there's like her because she's running a circle of chicks and those are just people that i know let alone people that don't so there's a yeah, lot of trash ass yeah, nobody has people that, that, are, black, that are, are black women and, but, but that's what i'm saying like we can't sit up here and be like oh all black men are trash and fuck no, them, no, they I don't support it, us and, I'm, saying no. I'm i'm gonna put like this and i can get mad at me if it came down to me if it was like yo behind door number one there's a there's a there's a piece of trash and this man or woman and we're gonna give you the race and everything Probably gonna pick a man. Hate to be that way. I'm going to law. Yeah. And I just, yeah, that's, that's, I'm, I'm gonna put I'm, my. If it came down life on the line, yo, who gonna who gonna let me down quicker? Dude, black man. And it's not. Or, I mean, I, just, giving, using I don't think anybody should. Go ahead. I was gonna say I don't think I, I was gonna say, I don't think anybody would be mad at you for that. That's your opinion. All I'm what I'm saying is is that. I, there, there's a lot of trash ass folks on both sides. There's a lot of scorned people on both sides. But we need to understand. People need to know, like, okay, this is why. Hey, black man, this is why we feel this way. Or hey, black woman, this is why we feel this way. Don't out somebody or, or oust somebody, should I say, and or you know, just completely divide and, and trash the other. Like, damn it, we fight too many fucking battles right now. Like, we need to be united. And this conversation, honestly was way before no name and J Quo quote, quote unquote was I, I mean I'm assuming that's the that's the beef but I don't know if those two really got to each other or not. I mean I was seeing stuff even two weeks ago, three weeks ago that was divisive. But people were saying, oh uh, George Floyd is getting more publicity than Breonna Taylor and it's because the black man and the narrative and the media, blah 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 blah, but Breonna Taylor is just as important. And I'm like I can kind of, I can see that. Like George Floyd is like, like right now in the moment. But I asked the question, I'm like, I don't think that either is more important than the other. They're both equally as important and they're both equally like unjust. And we need to fight tooth and nail collectively for both of them. But I, I mean, for me, I just keep seeing like so much stuff, and I'm like, man, we well, need to not be divided. I think, I think the one thing for George Floyd is the fact that we saw it. We we saw it. We saw it. Okay? Yeah. But, but I mean, but but that but, that's, but that's, that doesn't. If you really think about it, that's the thing. It's just the fact that we saw it on camera. But but, but I'm saying, but some people, 
some people are saying that, but, but, but George Floyd is more important. And I'm, but to your point, that's, that's probably why we call it because we saw it on camera. But that doesn't mean that me as a black man feels more empowered when it's George Floyd as opposed to Breonna Taylor. Fuck no. Just like you, I'm a provider. I'm more angry. I, I am angry that George Floyd lost his life. But as a black man and as a protector, I'm even more enraged that Breonna Taylor innocently lost her life because she was in her home sleeping or defending her home when they felt someone was trying to break into it. Number two, the way that woman was treated. Now, I work in healthcare and I work in public service and EMS folks and police and fire and safety are all one and the same. They honestly killed one of their own. So I'm yeah. just as fucking enraged, if not more enraged, that they killed one of their own and haven't done anything to right that wrong. But I don't, I, I feel like people are saying like, oh, well, uh, black men care more about George Floyd than Breonna Taylor. That's not, that's not the case. Like I just, I, that, that type of division bothers me because again, that is, that is the oppressor. That is, that is the folks trying to keep us down. And as long as we fight in each other, as long as we don't support each other, they continue to be able to skirt by or circumvent things or sweep things under the rug. That's bullshit. We need to stand together. We may have differences we may need to talk about. We may need to understand. We, may, we actually all got to do better by each other in the black community. But God damn, we need to fucking end all that so that we can overcome this shit with, with those that are oppressing us. And I'm off my soapbox, man. Yeah, and I, I've heard those similar things. Even when you talk about Chappelle, his recent special, you know, 840, 846. And, you know, people were yeah, all like, hey, you know, it isn't, you know, there wasn't any addressing of, of black women and i understand you know what what why it could be said that way but to me it was more like the numbers he talked about this and it was in real time and it was only like 27 minutes so it's not like he did a full if he did like a full hour or something like that about this they mentioned black women yeah i definitely could see i could definitely see the point but like i also one thing i've learned both sides like where you get your information and filter and stuff sometimes you got to filter stuff not just Cause you just you got to do it for yourself, man. I can't oh, yeah. jump into every battle. That's the only thing I've learned over this time. Like, yo, I love my people. I've given more than I, you know, I've I've given, you know, financially. I give them my prayers. I've, you know, I've given my vote. But I was like, okay, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my 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 energy toward this. I yeah. ain't really really too concerned about arguing about who's more important because it's equally hurt. To see a sister mm -hmm. hurt, that hurt like I, mean, I ain't gonna lie. Watching that Sandra like documentary, yes, it's like Ed, Ed, my stomach. I couldn't even finish it because yeah. of a black woman going through that. It could have been our mothers, yep. our significant others, kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our sisters, yeah. our, our, whomever. But I learned to filter that. I was like, all right, it's like for I'm just being honest. Like I. I seen George Floyd. His memorial had all that money. I was like, I'm gonna throw, this, throw the money towards, you know, to Brianna, because of the, I see it wasn't as much. I want to throw more resources towards mm -hmm. here, but I want us to be together. It's also there's points people should be able to have discussions in a public forum with respect and dignity and disagree. But sometimes you're just gonna agree just to disagree. Sometimes you just can't yep. change everybody's mind. But there has to be a level of respect and stuff. The, fund, the fundamental foundation is respect. And however that happens, it goes from there. Some people don't, some people, or some people I know who listen to argue, but you have to actually listen to, to comprehend. So you ever argue with somebody, when I argue, you talk to somebody and they're so willing 
have a retort back they haven't heard one thing you said mm-hmm. the same thing i think you're talking about is i think we have so many angry and pissed off people and we have people i think who if, if it's on like the internet on social media i think they just say stuff just to get like 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 you had uh, the young lady oh yeah, no a lot of a lot of this conversation has been yeah. like personal like personal person really People yeah, I, I, I tend to feel, I, I, you know, yeah, or I people will, that I will feel filter you out in a minute. I just respond, but uh, that, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> that is, that's crazy. I will just put you on read. <laughs> not, some people I just that'd be in my own little world, but yeah, I, I, I just I don't have time for that. But man, let's kind of talk about Dr. Hughley, man. You see that brother fainted on stage the other day, man. Yeah, I saw that, man. And and, and definitely pr- prayers up for that brother, man, for real. Like the, the DL, DL's an icon in this comedy yeah. game. Shit, just in, just in the entertainment industry in itself, man. Just uh, de- definitely hoping that that brother has a has a speedy recovery. It was crazy. You see the interview, they interviewed him afterwards? No, I didn't get to see the interview. Yeah, he's he good. No, well, he, he has COVID-19, but, you know, he seemed to be, he seemed to be cool. So. Good, 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 good. I was gonna say, yeah. So when I saw, I, I had the pleasure of seeing. I've seen him twice, like live in person. Oh, and one one time, let's say he was, let's just say he was more sober than the other. Yeah. <laughs> so when uh when I when I saw the video, I was like, ah shit, the damn dark liquor been caught up to him. <laughs> the, the one of the one of the times that I seen him, boy, he was he was blitzed for real, for real. Um. Well, that's what I thought at first, and then I started like reading and hearing stuff. And I was like, "Oh damn, this brother got the Rona." Ah uh, man, like I, I I hope I hope he's all right. So it sounds it sounds as if from what you said, he's he's in good spirits and you know being treated or whatever. So that's good. The thing that brings mind is, what about everybody that he was in contact with while he was still doing yeah. doing these shows? I think well, what that he about had the done, comedy like, place too? Yeah, the comedy place too. Yeah, like why did you have no social distancing? I, mean, yeah. I just don't understand or not have people wear masks. I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I like I'm a I'm a big comedy person. I go to a lot of comedy shows, um, and I was excited to see that one of one of our big ones, our new ones here in Indy, was opening back up. Um, and they've got some pretty some pretty uh, high power talent coming actually. And I've been considering like, man, do I want to step out and actually do something? For those that don't know, Bowtie's still being like pretty much quarantined, and I've I've been out maybe six or seven times like actually doing stuff that's not you know picking up my groceries or whatever but I thought about you know like needing to get out starting to do stuff and I was like that was one of them and they've got certain parameters and restrictions around um, like venue they're only going to be I think they said 60 percent or 75 percent but there's like no bar they got you got you're going to be distanced you need to wear a mask they're all just all this type of stuff so they've got things in place and it didn't look like that that particular venue didn't have anything in place so that is a, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just pray for the folks that was in contact and in that place, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's I like a damn that's... cesspool of germs. Yeah, so, you know, and for that, for getting that test, man, it's no joke. So, you know, you know, even with y'all president say, you know, <laughs> about curbing the testing, man. So hopefully everybody in there will, will get a test, man. You know, and I'm not here. It's a, it's a bad deal because most people don't know you have it because you said it's asymptomatic. So. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you unless you're testing yourself, you're not gonna you're not gonna know if you don't have any symptoms, man. But this, you know, just like I said, man, wear your mask. Like the other day, I went down to the outlet mall, and we can finish this up. And dude didn't have a mask on, but he had like a big four five on. 
like, okay. So, yeah. like, so I mean, this Rona could, you know, I just, I don't understand. Like, yeah, you, you got enough money to, to have a, to have, have your gun and stuff on you, but not enough to get a $2 mask on your face. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. I just, it's just crazy, man. And people are selfish. Like, certain people, people who don't wash their legs are mad that you're infringing on their time. We had a guy today <laughs> in Florida. Yo, you see the guy in Florida at Walmart? I guess they have in Florida. You have to wear a mask when you're out. Yo, yeah. Like, you can't come in. He's in there fighting the, fighting people at Walmart and everything else. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wash man. your legs, uh, wash your hands, wear a mask. So you know, you know he wasn't clean. Oh. <laughs> you know, you know damn well he wasn't clean. <laughs> yeah, man. So man, yeah, man. tragic, man. Keep keeping DL in prayer, though, man. Definitely, definitely DL. So, but I saw the interview, man. He said he he's gonna quarantine in Nashville, man. So he sounded good, man. So you know, the Rona's affecting everything, man. But let me let me ask you this, man. NBA may be back in Orlando and Florida surging, man. They said the NBA. What do you think about the bubble idea first? Now, uh, take, now, I mean, take, I, now take. Are you an NBA fan or a Bulls fan? Because the Bulls, you know, y'all, y'all at home. You ain't got to worry about the Bulls being in the bubble. They be in their house. They, they might, they might guy. be, on, they might be, they might be at the United Center hooping with one another. You ain't got to worry about. <laughs> no, it. Just put he never, he, he never misses a moment, does he? Mike yeah, J so, never misses a moment. <laughs> Well, y'all missed the moment. Y'all niggas at the crib. I think I've seen Kobe White playing 2K. We'll, we might team up. I love North Carolina basketball. Oh, Yo, let's, let's get to the wreck. <laughs> hey, man, what you think about the bubble, though? What teams there, man? I mean, I mean, I, I think that I mean they're they're trying to do the right thing. I, I don't really have a you know one way or another. I think that it, I mean it could work, but I also think that you don't know what those folks are have been exposed to. And you kind of do try to do the whole bubble thing, and now you got all of them circulating the same stuff. So, I mean, like I said, I, just, I hope it works out uh, selfishly because I like to see some basketball. So, I hope it works out. What, what are your I mean, thoughts? I hope, it, I hope it works out because if they don't play this year, then the, then the owners can go back to the collective bargaining agreement. And I'm and I'm I'm always been pro union and pro and pro worker. So even though I'm in management now, which is odd, but whatever. So I'm always pro pro workers. So I don't want I don't want guys to to lose generational wealth because the owners can go back there and smack the players down with the, the collective bargaining agreement. You know, so that's my that's my number one thing. And number two, I mean, I would love to see some basketball. And I know some people was arguing about they they don't want to play because uh, it could take the focus off social justice. And one thing I heard Bamani Jones said that's super arrogant. And I saw thing was like he's right. There's no basketball is not going to stop my view of social justice. That's just like I have to go to work every day. I work 10 hours a day. I still see social justice. Basketball is only two to two and a half to three hours at the most. That's not going to yeah. stop my views on, on social justice and those type of things. So I, I kind of have a, I kind of have a similar um, take. So, I mean, I, I can kind of understand where folks like Kyrie and others are, and, and Dwight Howard and others are saying it's going to take the focus off of social justice. But I don't, I don't think that it's going to take the focus off of it. I, in my opinion, I think that it will provide an escape for people who are like, man, this is all we're inundated with. Um, and basketball is a form of just being like, okay, I can take a breath. You know what I mean? I'm still fighting the fight, but I can take a breath. Um, yeah. And my third, my third, I guess, you know, we say arm of that or branch of that is you know, folks like Kyrie and, and Dwight Howard is going to take the focus off of that type of social justice. I don't really see, and I could be wrong because I don't know, I don't see everything, but 
I don't see Kyrie Irving and Dwight Howard being like super huge prominent faces, you know, talking about social and, injustice. And I know, I know both of the, well, I'm just saying, I know, I, I understand, but I don't, I don't see them being super active. So I'm like, what, what focus is it taking away? Because you aren't necessarily like crazy, overly active either with your actions, your words, or your money. Again, I don't know. Um, but I don't want to put – I don't want to pass judgment on those brothers at all. Um, I, I know both of them have come out that they've dealt with various mental health things. So, like, I, it's just tough for me. And, I mean, I, I, under, I can see where they're coming from, but I just don't agree with it wholeheartedly. I think that NBA being back, my opinion, will be a, an opportunity for folks to take a breath. We're fighting so hard. This could be one of those moments where it's just like, huh two hours at a, you know, watching a game and I don't, I, I could just be kind of be free and in the moment. That's my take. I guess for me and being a former, you being a union guy, there is a, you don't split from the union publicly. Now, if you have those conversations behind closed doors, but it's also like, all right, Kyrie, you said the earth is flat. And I'm not even talking about the brothers and sisters, but when you start saying the earth is flat, can't really take you serious. Dwight Howard, can't really take you serious either. You know, I mean, so I, you know, and I'm not going to say, if you say you don't want to play, cool. But let's not act like Kyrie's like Maya Moore. Now, Maya mm-hmm. Moore, one of the best players ever. You take Jen mm-hmm. here away, you put her, you put what she's done in college, high school, college, NBA, international, Olympic competition, and international, just like FIBA. She has a resume that can't be beat. Yep. She put it all on the line, and she took time out of her prime not to play. Let me ask you this about Kyrie. Kyrie's hurt. So he wouldn't be in the bubble anyway. So it's easy for you to say what you're going to do when you're not there. That's yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Easy. that's like, that's like she's fishing a barrel. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I don't see it. And I, you know, I ain't, I ain't dissing these dudes like, you know, about what they can do. Even Dwight Howard had that statement out there. Like, John, if you're going to send a statement out there, your agent needs to be able to proofread that mother. They had a lot of spelling errors and grammar errors. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's not even kinda, talking about Dwight. Kind of like Teddy Riley's uh, outburst oh, yeah, to yeah, Tony yeah, Baker. Teddy, yeah, Teddy Baker. I had to read that shit like four times. Did you say past T-A-S-S? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, I, that's, what I, that's what I thought. So like I said, I celebrities, whomever, like if you're going to say that, just make sure you're drama, right? And Dwight Howard, you, your, your agent, you should be on your agent. Your agent's made, if you got the same agent over years, Dwight Howard's made over $100 million, probably close to 200 your agent should be like, before you send this out, Dwight, and run it by me. And that's not, because there's some stuff to hell. I need to run by some people. That's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with them. That's why you have people there for a reason. You should be like, yeah. that way you can get your whole, your whole point across. That way we're not having this conversation we're having now. Oh, Let yeah. me ask you this, though, bro. The NBA got a hotline and start telling on people who are going against social distancing and doing stuff. Who do you think would be on a hotline? Uh, I, I can see it. I can see a cat, like, turn, like, turn code. Somebody like Kyle Lowry probably doing something like that. I can see that. Huh? You say Brian? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Brian. I can see AD doing it, though. I, I, no, can, see, I can see AD Brian. doing it. <laughs> Brian. Brian with 35. Brian's trying to get a yeah. chip. He ain't trying to get this in ruin. You know who yeah. else will call? Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Jordan, Jordan would have. Jordan would be on a – Jordan call now. <laughs> I was going to say Jordan probably on the damn phone right now setting boys up. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you think, yeah. You think Michael, that'd probably be Michael Jordan environment. Ain't no, you know, you, you know, well, you can't sneak a white woman. You can imagine you can sneak him in. He ain't got to be where he can be around, not around his family, been around niggas just, just smoke and gamble all night and hoop. Oh, my girl, probably talking about I can get down to 210 and be right here, ready to play, baby. Free oh, yeah. <laughs> sign, sign me up. Oh, oh yeah. It's a gang of people. 
there's a gang of people I feel like that's gonna tell like, yo, man, they was out here, they out here smoking weed, they gambling. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. I wish I wish they had a camera. The, the bubble remind me of the neighborhood on two K. Hey, you you know somebody, they had a camera? You know somebody else I I can see can you gonna you gonna adamantly disagree, but I'm gonna tell you why I think this person would, <laughs> would do it. Nigga, I can see Patrick Beverly doing it. And here's why. No, no. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I say I know you go, I know you go no, I no no no. I was gonna say I can see Patrick Beverly doing it just because he's he he's a few sandwiches short of a picnic. He's oh, yeah. really don't have nothing to lose. So I can call I can see him calling the line on niggas. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> just so he can just so he can get a chip. Like I can see oh, him man. trying to set niggas up. I can see him being like, you know, one one of them dirty niggas off of like the wire power you know what's the, what's the nigga what's the little nigga that you said you hated on power Tyreek I can see oh, him being damn, just grinding man. like that just like setting other oh, motherfuckers man. up for his part like yeah like yo like That's yo man like uh Commissioner Silver you know them niggas out here they stay out here smoking weed they got some freaks in there yeah the only fans yeah. popping off and they trying like, to set niggas up. who is I this Beverly Patrick <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I could see him doing some shit like that, just trying to set niggas up or or get them stalled out. Have them have them caught up in the, have them caught up in a. Oh yeah, Draymond Green. If, yeah, if, if he was, if Golden State was actually in the bubble, Draymond had that phone out. Kevin Durant. Oh, it's a gang. Oh him. yeah, Kevin Durant. He's gonna self snitch on himself with his burner and put on there. <laughs> yeah, Durant. Kevin was out here. He was out here sitting back kicking it with some freaks out. He snuck outside the bubble. Somebody he was going out. He you know he's out here kicking it. Yeah, stay close, stay low. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Westbrook, hey, it's, it's a gang of them. It's a matter yeah, of that's, that's what I'm saying. I can see, I can see some niggas not not necessarily snitching, but just snitching to try to put to better things for themselves. Right, I tell you what, who gonna who gonna be the first one to throw hands in the bubble? Because you got to oh, think, Patrick used to, Beverly, Patrick Beverly, or one of the Morris dudes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I think the Celtics might be in the mix. So ain't it a Morris that plays for them or something? I don't know. Them dudes, is, they seem like they super emotional, bro. You, you might take Dang. the last piece of bacon out of the out of, <laughs> out of the breakfast buffet and they ready to fight. <laughs> hey, man. I read a story about how they grew up in Philly, like, wow, like off the chain and shit was. And I'm like, oh, I can see why they act like that. Even when they jumped dudes that said he like had sex with their mama and they jumped them and then they ran and <laughs> jumped into the Bentley and fled. Like, yo, that's wild as hell. Two six eight twins is got the same exact tattoos, beating up somebody and then jumping into the Bentley and running. That is some wild shit. So yeah, it's a gang of people I think just don't snitch, man. I don't know anybody on the Pacers that snitch. I ain't really maybe T J McConnell. I was gonna say maybe Why was I gonna say McConnell? Yeah. Maybe Miles Turner. You know, they're out here they're out here all night gambling and everything else and being loud. I can't even do my I can't do yoga in peace. Thank you. Nah, I can I, I can see Miles Turner talking about the Morris boys are picking on me. <laughs> who gonna who gonna bring the heat? Uh, who gonna bring the heat down there? Oh shit! I'm sure Gilbert Arenas gonna slide somebody. In. <laughs> uh, I mean, don't he live in Don't he live in Orlando or somewhere down there in Florida? That, that, who gonna be the hey, who gonna who gonna be the nigga that's gonna knock Joel Embiid out? Can you imagine how annoying Joel Embiid is on the court? I mean, you oh, can't yeah. get away from him. Nigga, you out here, yeah. you trying to go to the, you trying to, you trying to get some dinner and everything. Here come Joel, you know, and you in the game room. Here come Joel, talking crazy. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be. You know him and Russell Westbrook hate each other. Yeah, oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go down. So I don't know, man. 
And one thing I wanted to get on for sports before we switch up to insecure, man. So I don't know if you've been catching all these college football players, man, talking about the coaches. You know, they even accused of calling them niggas or treating them bad, man. And I know your son, I'm not, not sure how much he's of course, but hypothetically, they think he's going to get recruited, man. How deep would you dig into the race thing of, like, Oklahoma State's coach, right? Have you followed this Mike Gundy? He has mm-hmm. a One American News Network shirt on. He's been told that the players couldn't wear, do certain things that a lot of black people like to do as far as, like, wearing their hair certain ways and listening to certain music. And then mm-hmm. somebody was going to send them, send black players back to the ghetto. Like, what do you think about that, man? Because you got a son that, you know, I'm not sure how much he loves sports, but this is a hypothetical, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting, rec- getting recruited and stuff like that. Like, how would, you know, what, like, how would you kind of, like, vet these coaches, man? Because I think a lot of these coaches don't give a shit about these players. They've been able to build feel, generational feel wealth the, off of black players, but don't give a shit about them. Yeah, I feel the same way. And, and, and that's even before a lot of the things within the last month or, or you know, whatnot. Um, that's always been something that was in my mind. That it, you know, if my son was to start being recruited or, you know, scouted and all that type of stuff, hell yeah, I'm looking into – I'm looking into academics for him and what makes him happy and, and you know, I'm doing all that, but hell yeah, I'm looking into all, I'm looking into race relations. I'm looking into h- how much the, or what's your percentage of black athletes that finish school. And I'm looking at, I'm trying to look at all that brother. So yeah, I absolutely am. All the, all that, all those things considered with my, with my son. And that was even before this, this ain't, this ain't a new conversation for me or a new thought for me. Uh, th- that's always been, always hell. I'm even my my son's a, my son's a STEM kid, and I, depending on where he go, I'm looking at schools and, and what they talking about. They offer him, uh, you know, scholarships and all that type of stuff for for academics and for for that. I'm I'm evaluating everything, bro, because you can I yeah. I hate to say I hate to say it, but I don't trust the system, and I damn sure don't trust the oppressor. And a, a young black man like my two boys that are excelling, they gonna try to stifle them. So fuck all that. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm it is it just pissed me off that you tell them black. Black people that you are making, you built generational wealth off of. So I'm gonna send you back to the ghetto. Like, but then you in these people's houses talking about you gonna you gonna be like a pseudo father figure for them because they away from home. Yeah. This, I mean, it just it it hurts me to the core. And then you see the lack of black coaches that are in NCAA and high. You know, it, it's crazy. So you know. I just saw that, and I really wanted to bring that up to you because you know you you know you have a son that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throwing that out there. All right, man. So we didn't, you know, we didn't talk about who gonna snitch on the NBA. Let's get to this level. Just off the insecure season four, brother. And we we missed a few episodes, man. So, oh, man, you know. I loved it. I mean, I I loved it. It's one of my favorite shows, probably if not my favorite show on TV right now. Uh, but but I love season four. I love everything about it. I love how they further develop certain characters, certain different relationships, different characters. Um, and if y'all ain't seen it by now, sucks to be you. But happy Father's Day, Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Hey, let me let's talk about Lawrence real quick. So I assume Lawrence is in his 30s on the show. Am I correct? Late 20s, early 30s? Yeah, I would say Hell, so. Yo, man. And if you were Lawrence dealing with Condola, would you ask a woman of her age, would she keep it? Uh, I don't know if I would it? ask her. Yeah, I don't I, – me personally, I don't know if – I couldn't say that I would ask her if she's going to keep it or not. I, I, I couldn't. I ain't got for, me, for, for me, my, ex, my expectation would be that she's keeping it and that, that I'm going to be a father. Like, I wouldn't even – I wouldn't even be like, are you keeping it or anything like that? But that's just me. Like, I can't I can't put it out there for nobody else. 
Now, I mean, I would just knowing the dynamics of their relationship and all that, I would be verifying that it was mine. But oh, I wouldn't yeah. ask her. I wouldn't be that's, asking that's, her to keep it or not. Yeah, that, that, because ultimately your, your opinion doesn't doesn't matter. So I nope, wouldn't ask. Not at all. And let me. I guess I can be. I can be self-sharing. I was a lot younger than Lawrence. Didn't have anything going on possibly in my life, but maybe some college. You young ladies, you know. And I'm being transparent. Said she was pregnant during that time, and I didn't handle it in the best way. But you know, I was younger. No excuses. I should have handled it in a better way. I handled it like Lawrence. I instead of I went in. I went in the waters. <laughs> Without uh, having scuba gear, and when you go in them deep, you know, doing them deep waters without scuba gear, things could happen. You could, you know, you can drown. But my soldiers drowned somewhere else. So I made a mistake on how I handle things. Now at 38, I would never handle things like that again in my life. But I just was thinking like Lawrence, like damn. I mean, I, he handled. They made the character of Lawrence handle the same situation I did, and I was like 19, 20 years old. So that was just, it was just interesting to me, man. But season four, man. So much this nuance, and, like even people were complaining. Someone they spent too much time on a uh, on a man of seals character being had postpartum. I think that nah, I think it was nah, a bridge that. that needed to be needed to be had because how could oh, you have brought Issa and Molly back together? Because the show oh, isn't sure was a was a friendship between two women. The Lawrence Issa dynamic just jumped off. And people started putting their own relationships in on it. That was the great thing mm-hmm. of the show. But the the premise of the show. Is a relationship between between friends and women between her and Molly, so. And, see, and honestly, just, bro, I felt like it was one of those uh, one of those elements of the show. And I think again, a reason why I think they have great writing and execution on stuff. It was just another dynamic of the show that needed to be brought out a little bit. Yeah. Because you got to think, Amanda Seals' character and her husband, they were always looked at by various groups as like the couple. Yeah, they were quirky and weird and all that stuff, but they were always like, okay, they're in a good spot. Oh, okay, they're good. Yeah. Oh, they, they made their marriage work. They made, uh, everyone was kind of looking at them as being like, you know, the couple. And then it all came out that they really weren't. And they've been having yeah. issues and you can't judge a book by, I mean, all those type of stuff. So I think that it was very good, very well written and executed for, for the reason you spoke about, for what I just said. And, and again, it's just a kudos for their writing and creativity of how they're executing, man. I, I love the show. Yeah, I think I'm gonna miss it, and you know, just like just like the new one to bring in characters up, he's like it's too slow. It's like no, you gotta build for stuff. You can't every episode of a show. You can't you you can't go balls to the wall like every episode. There has to you have to build a crescendo or something, and yeah. I think that's what season four did. So you totally know, agree. Just, and you know the whole situation with like Molly and dude, and Molly getting her her day of execution. Uh, <laughs> Being pushed back by <laughs> by uh, by old girl going going uh, missing dealing with postpartum, which is an important thing. We always think we need to discuss more about black health, mental health in the black community. Yep. But man, what do you think? about did, did you think about the homie Andrew going ahead kicking Molly to the curb, man, and Molly crying? What do you think about this? Hey, man, I I felt like it was coming. Uh, you could see Andrew oh, yeah. getting t- Andrew getting tired of her shit. So I was like, this is gonna be a matter of time. He's gonna be yeah. like, yeah, we're done. I'm done, and and yeah, bounce. Yeah. Maybe maybe, really, maybe 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 Molly can land her a TSA bay. <laughs> yeah, hell, she can't even keep that man. It's just like you can tell Andrew was getting frustrated the way he was kept pulling on his jacket. You know what I'm saying? Because the way yeah. Andrew swag was like this wasn't the first time Andrew had a sister. This probably like oh, Andrew no. like yo, I dip I dip in these waters a lot. Oh, Andrew yeah. probably like yo, well you know what I'm saying? He come up in there like oh, what's up? He was smooth with it. Yeah, Andrew wasn't playing around, but you know, man, from the whole the the whole storyline of Molly, man. I think they, if I was Molly, like, uh, what's her name in real life? 
Yvonne Norty. Yeah, man, they created a character that is just unlikable. They come off, she come off people that basically taking her the Molly character to her in real life. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. crazy. I've seen tweets and stuff. People cannot separate it. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was, even like we were talking about power earlier. It's talking about you know the character like most people, people, but they have created a truly unlikable person. And Molly is the person I don't think she can admit that she's wrong. And that's like a horrible. I can deal with a lot. That's that's that to me. That's a game breaking relationship. Somebody can't they can't say that they were wrong. Yeah. Earnestly, not just saying it just to move on. But honestly, say they can't apologize and admit they were wrong. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you, man. I, I and I agree. Yeah, that's just, that's just it's crazy, man. But uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to season five, man. Um, I think Issa and Molly will get will get will get it back together. Uh, I don't know about Lawrence Candola, man. Let me ask you this: You think you think Lawrence is still gonna try to make it work with Issa? He's just gonna be like, I'm gonna be a family man. Nah, I think, I think he's gonna, gonna try to make it. Work. I, I think he's going to try to make it work with Issa. I think there's going to be uh, a good dynamic about being a blended family. I think that, that, that that's going to be where they go. Issa, Issa and Candola are going to struggle, but I think there's going to be a, something going on with, with like the blended family type thing from Insecure. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, I think, th- and I also think there's going to be more, more character development with, with Kelly too. I think now it's her turn to kind of, uh, to kind of embark on some things with Kelly as to kind of why she's the way she is and navigating her life too. I think we might get. Yeah, it would it, it would be nice because she's like she's super funny and quirky and everything else like that. She just brings the life, but you know, life yeah. is a party. Let me ask yeah. you this about Nathan, man. You know, you you know, I'm gonna put you on on Bay's Brigade Court, man. What was up with your man? Man, he did he took Dirty Mac into the next level. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think that I think that. Combined with his mental health issues, I think that no, he, no, man, I, man, that was that was that was that was dirty Mackin. No, 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 no. I'm 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 saying he 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 felt like he was going to be able to have that moment with her, you know, and talk about his mental health and open up, and that she was going to be like, damn, okay, cool, I see why, so let's work it out. And when she didn't, I think that that's when he was like, shit, I'm gonna try to still pull the draw to the side. And I think that that's just what it was. I think he just went into bay, into beige mode and. Fuck, I'm gonna put it down. Yeah, I mean, that's like a natural thing for y'all too. Y'all do that shit quick. This is like a <laughs> like a genie, y'all. Y'all like mutants with number of dirty Mac. Like, oh man, let me ask you this, man. You have a dirty Mac? All right, man. We we gonna move on in the in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about I'm talking about before you met your wife. I'm talking about before you met your wife. Oh man. I I don't know if I've ever dirty Mac. I think I said like I, I was about stuff. I was about to say this this is coming from the king of Dirty Mac and he's trying to push no, it all no, on me. I think I said I think I pointed out a nigga being a loser. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I ain't never been like, you know <laughs> well I well I feel like this. Yep. You I see now 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 you, you just switched up like four times. It's no, time no, to move no, on before you incriminate no, yourself. No, I'm being, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. There's been times where when I was in college, so, you know, I knew chicks and I knew dudes, and then, like, it ended, and I've been the one who's like, oh, he cheated, and I didn't really know, and I've been the one who's just like, you know how the, the Chris Rock joke, like, you know, anytime you deal with a woman, ask how many people she's been with, you know, crack the glass to add one. I've been there add one a few times. <laughs> like, I'm mad. I'm going to get back, and you ain't never going to know. Like, oh, well, 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 when's the win? <laughs> Oh sometimes, man. sometimes you gotta follow up to some goodness. But like doing like Nathan, nah. You just man. there's one thing to point out a nigga like, man, this nigga ain't got no car. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's like the obvious stuff. You can't, can't lie about that. But point out another, nah, 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 that nigga, man, you know, I might tell the nigga, that nigga gonna look better than me. He's broke. But I ain't never talking about, you still on that nigga? That nigga seems kind of flighty. <laughs> so, Damn, that nigga got full, full beige, man. All I'm gonna say is, is a fellow fellow beige brother, Trey Songs, put out a song called "Mr. Still Your Girl." Man, I think that nigga oh. was telling a lot of our secrets, nigga. Telling a lot hey, of secrets. Man. Y'all, y'all niggas out here, y'all <laughs> sick, man. Like I said, man, I point out the obvious. Like, y'all nigga best. Look at that nigga's shoes. <laughs> what a New York nigga. He's a poop butt. You know what I'm saying? Nigga jeans. He's stuff. a poop butt. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? Like going to Nathan. Now that's some shit y'all do naturally. <laughs> that niggas get the blow like Bruce Leroy and shit. Another beige ass nigga, man. Be like, yo, niggas, niggas start twirling your hair and getting emotional and shit, flicking your eyes. And y'all, <laughs> yo, nigga, one of y'all beige rappers, the one of the greatest of all time, the dirty macking ass nigga Drake and that old Cool J. Hey man, I hell, hey, lover was a dirty man. <laughs> it was a dirty, was a was a stalker dirty man. All this stuff was was dirty macking, man. Drake does he make whole albums up. Y'all still got Marvin Jones. That's a dirty Mackin anthem by y'all beige brethren. A brown yeah. skin nigga would never. <laughs> he said a brown skin nigga would never. <laughs> would never. <laughs> never. That's not even my thought process. I mean, oh, a, beige, a beige nigga probably the one who had it on Dr. King. You know Dr. King allegedly. You know, he out here leading the civil rights movement. Sometimes he had to get his issue off. Yo, somebody had to tell J. Edgar who a beige nigga like me. You not being speaking the front. I got my hair fresh fried to the side, and they love this nigga. I got something for that ass, B. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just not even, dude, I can say they ain't going karate. You still fucking with that nigga? You know, have you heard about him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> ass niggas, man. Oh, That's just crazy, man. man. Oh, man. But that nigga Nathan disappointed me, man. You just, it ain't nothing worse when you know a nigga dirty match your woman. Oh, man. And we've all been through that. You know what I'm saying? That is like yeah. absolutely worse. Like, yeah, yeah. Fuck out of lame ass nigga, man. Coming to yeah. Nigga, man. Fuck nigga, man. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, man. But, but uh, I'll... go ahead, brother. No, no, no. I mean, I, I'm, I am, I am not speaking on uh, any of the base secrets. Fuck out of here, nigga. What's he with that nigga? Fuck out of here, nigga. Nino Brown stabbed in, <laughs> my man in the, in the arm on New Jack in the hand on New Jack City. Cause you know that nigga probably was great. That nigga probably went, went to Nino's uh his girl. You still with that nigga? You know Nino been out here with G Money girl. You still with that nigga? I don't care if you my cousin or not. I'm still gonna go fuck this game. Cause I'm a baby nigga. <laughs> oh curl pattern having ass niggas, man. Fuck out of here, man. All right, man. Oh, so, I hate for the baby. Is playing Mike Tyson the biopic, man. You think Jamie can pull it off? Hey, man, I, I think Jamie's gonna try to pull it off again. You know, he's done a hell of a job with Ray. I, th- I think he might be able to pull this one off too, man. I, oh, I, the I, acting, I ain't worried about him. I'm just more about the fact of like, you know, how close. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. it ain't like Jamie ain't in his twenties anymore. Hell, Jamie, yeah. he's, he's like fifty. So Jamie gonna get on that Sylvester Stallone plan. He is man, going I'm, to be I'm, up. I'm rooting for everybody, black bro. I'm rooting for success. 
yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying he ain't going to be able to do it. I'm just gonna be curious as how of the physicality of how he's going to do it. That's what I'm really worried about. I'm not worried. I'm okay. curious about Hey man, so I know you. I know you are an Alicia Keys fan. I mean, not so much because this girl is on fire. I hate that damn song. But <laughs> hey man, did you did you check her and John Legend out on Versus? Yeah, I checked. I checked out a, a good portion of. It. I didn't check out the whole thing, but I checked out a good portion of it, man. It, it for me I, again. I started. I'm starting to look at a lot of these as not as verses and like just moments. Celebration. I think, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that they, they I think they killed it, man. Like I, the, both of them. I, I didn't even see it, man. Good music. Good. They they performed. They were back to back with the pianos. Like I, I think I, all of it. I liked everything that I saw and was able to the, the view. I like. Like I said, I, I don't. I didn't look at it as a verse. I just looked at it as a, as a moment, as a win for us as a community, because it was all yeah, good I'm, music and all love. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna gonna watch it, man. Probably will watch it tonight. Maybe like, well, hell, I ain't got nothing to watch because hell, it's cute off. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I, you know, hell, you know, I will be at the crib editing, cutting this episode up, man. But hey, man. So anything before we get off here, any new music you've been listening to? Any music? Any any new tunes? Uh, I haven't really been listening to anything in, like new music heavy. Um, I've I've had that um, Black Lives Matter or some black playlist on Spotify. I've been having that on just constant repeat. Just it's all kinds of music, um, empowerment music, and all that type of stuff. And, and it's, a, it's like I said, it's just a Black Lives Matter mix. Uh, it's it's a it's a orange background with a fist. So if y'all want to check it yeah. out, it's all kinds of stuff. old stuff, new stuff. It's it's dope as fuck. I've just been having it on repeat, on shuffle and repeat. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've been mean, same same with you, same you know, it's more empowerment songs, mixing certain things in, man. So I haven't really been listening to anything new new here lately. So Yeah, you know, no doubt. You know. But yeah, man. So go ahead, both tie, give us your moment, man. We can we can finish this episode on up. Yeah, man. So here's the bow tie moment for this for, for this week. So it goes like this. Just because you aren't making progress as fast as you think you should, it doesn't mean that you aren't making progress. Keep going. So just let that inspire you as as we continue to navigate these these, these coronavirus streets, these social you know inequity and injustice streets, and just in your everyday life with your mental health or you know bills, kids, you know significant others, whatever it may be, um, just keep striving, keep striving to make yourself and every day better than the last. Yeah, man, that's that's super dope, man. Definitely need some food for the soul. You know, appreciate y'all rocking with us. You know, it's been a little hiatus. My bad. Been having a, the colonizers have been having. A, having man's come here at work, man. So like I said, man, if we get anything from this episode, you know, thank all the fathers, you know, Juneteenth and lastly, man, them dirty Mac and light skinned niggas, man. That fight again. <laughs> we, can, we, we, we can get color, we can get collar change or color of change. We can get a go from me against it, man. But you know, raise yourself for that, man. Raise yourself, <laughs> raise yourself of the of the of the of the bad man. Y'all gotta get that hate out your heart, man. So, I ain't no hate definitely. man. It's all love. Man, that's oh y'all just observational. You said, you know what that nigga is? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh Damn, man, you could do what you say. You can do better. <laughs> you look hey. like a do better ass nigga. I'm just saying. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> you didn't get in denial. You sick ass nigga, man. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Oh shit, man! Man, we, we appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. Yeah, we gotta man. get my day up out of here. <laughs> uh, we'll catch y'all. I'm off next Friday, man. We'll catch y'all next Friday, man. All right, one love, peace, y'all. Yeah. Enjoy.